Greetings, Jaguars, and welcome to the Jagcast, the show for all things theater shows and beyond. I'm Alyssa Weiser. And I'm Fadrell Green, and today we have Obiemi Blake and Christopher Allen Barton on our show today talking about their college decisions and what they're ready to do in the next phase of their life. First off, I want to say, you know, congratulations to the two of y'all. You know, y'all are making that first big decision in your adult lives to, you know, go off to college and pursue your dreams and whatever endeavor you choose. So I got to say, how does it feel to be to be through with the application process and into making those those great decisions in your in the next phases of your life? You want to go first? Sure. Um no, it's definitely a lot uh, a lot more relaxing now that I know that my spot is secured into the college that I want to go to. Um, it's nice to know that finally a lot of the hard work that we've put into throughout high school, you know, through through everything, you know, me and Oba with marching band and sports and all good stuff, a bunch of stuff that uh, it's it's amazing. You know, it's a it's a blessing that we have the opportunity to go to the colleges that we want to. And um, I think it's definitely a lot more relaxing now, uh, not having to do a bunch of applications anymore, you know, just focusing solely on school, sports, and scholarships, you know, at the moment. So it's it's definitely great now. I mean, to some extent, it's kind of surreal because, like, even in, like, elementary school, you hear about people always talking about, the college experiences like oh you're gonna enjoy this in college and like even coming into high school like so- freshman year they're talking about you gotta get ready for this type of college experience you gotta get ready for where you want to go figure out what you want to do so just kind of being a senior in high school and realizing that like now's the moment like now's the moment where you start applying you start getting accepted and it kind of like lifts a weight off your chest and off your shoulders because you're realizing like all the hard work and all the trials that you went through are like all paying off because now you can do what you want to do. You can go off to college and form your own experiences. And it's just kind of like a beautiful experience because you just, it's something you always think about, but being there is great. Yeah. 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 And I can feel that too, because, you know, we got three seniors in the room right now, you know, I applied to like 20 something schools, you know, and, it's only to this point now that I'm starting to narrow it down. And, you know, I've been having a lot of people, even my dad and family members telling me that I have to narrow it down at this per, at this rate or at this part of my life. But it's like, you know, it's not that it's not that simple, you know, because I guess they can say that because, you know, they've done they they have the experience under their belt where they've dealt with so many of those hard decisions, those life changing decisions countless times. But when you're like a senior that's your that's the first time that you're having to, you know, step up to the plate and do that. So really, like I, I can kind of relate to that, too, as well. You know, I I've got three schools narrowed down right now. It's Morehouse, Howard University and NCA&T. Now, you know, around here and especially to um to Allen and others, they consider those, you know, reach schools. Uh, but, you know, I always strive to, you know, I, I always tell myself throughout the, you know, when this process started you know there's nothing that these schools have that I can't you know that I can't have there's nothing that these programs or these schools or these locations have to offer that's too much for me 
you know, and it just, and I just want to talk about your particular colleges as well. So I'll start with uh, you, Alan, you know, sure. you got accepted to uh, Georgia College and State University yeah. and you're already committed. Is that true? Correct. Yeah. And uh, there was also uh, 10 other acceptances along with that. Um, but I, it's, it's kind of crazy because there's, there's a whole lot that plays into it, right? So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I've only visited one college so far, right? And it was Georgia College. And I fell in love with it. You know, I, I went there. I, I love the atmosphere. I love the people there. I love the energy, the facility. They have am- amazing things there, in my opinion. But um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't want to see any other colleges after visiting them and i i chose to visit them first mainly because of so it's not let's say uh you know i, I know a lot of people like to decide on you know uh race or gender demographics or anything like that no i mean for me it's just you know student population student to faculty um yeah, and I, I like a really nice-looking environment, and I think the city of Milledgeville is a really, really beautiful place, small small city. You know, that's something that I'm looking for. I'm not looking for, uh, respectfully, you know, something like UGA. I think, I think UGA is an amazing college, but I think for me it's just not what I'm looking for, you know, and I think that's just my opinion. You know, I think just because it's, for me, just more of a party college than, you know, in particular, like uh, other colleges, right? And um, as well, I, let's see, I mean, I don't know. I, I've always wanted a college that I can focus in the environment, a college that I have my space, a college where I can do my own things, place to relax, right? And I can, I can do stuff wherever I want, you know, I can go out, go eat, you know, and, and I can stay relaxed, you know, and, uh, and I think, you know, all the colleges that I've applied to, I think a few of them were, were that way, you know, but I think what mainly, uh, got to me was, you know, GPA, student population, and, you know, Georgia College being around 5,000 to 6,000, average GPA of about 3.5 from high school students. You know, I I think for me that's pretty good, you know. So it was it was kind of the standard that I set for myself. I wanted to go there, and, yeah, I think I'm going to be happy four years from now when I get that uh, bachelor's degree. And, you know, talking about furthermore into your, you know, your decision to go there, you know, with that with that personal decision that you chose to make to go to Georgia College, it kind of it kind of challenges the narrative around here because you have all the credentials to go to all of the top schools like in all these other states. Like you got like a three point seven, three point eight GPA. You did pretty good on the ACT. You could have applied to UGA and had a good chance of going. You could have gone to maybe, I don't know, a school in South Carolina or maybe Alabama or even New York or wherever. Yeah. But uh, I mean, you just wanted to, you know, challenge. It wasn't necessarily challenging a narrative in your perspective, but for me, I, I think that too. I mean, I think that, you know, myself, you wanted something that was more laid back in a sense, you know, you don't Correct. want 
all of this, all, I mean, you want opportunity, but you want opportunity at a at a given rate, you know, something yeah. that you can control, not something that they have more control over. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I was kind of considering, you know, applying to UGA. I, I was kind of on the fence about it. You know, I I'm even even now I'm still kind of like, should I? Should I have, you know, but, um, no, I, I, I took the decision, you know, I completely committed to, uh, George college, but, um, no, I mean, I think like you said, you know, it's, it was always a possibility to go to UGA and, um, I think that there, I think UGA overall is a really great college. It's just not necessarily what I was looking for, you know? Um, and yeah, I, I feel like at Georgia College, I might, I mean, not not necessarily, but I'll be getting a slightly dimmer uh, version of UGA, right? You know, uh, the the uh, staff won't be, you know, I guess you could say uh, as, um, I guess the staff won't be, you know, on the same level as what it is at UGA, you know, the UGA at UGA, such high expectations, you know, for not only staff, but students as well. So I feel like, you know, perhaps maybe I'm not getting exactly the best at Georgia College, but I think that it's something really close to UGA. However, it's just, you know, low numbers in terms of uh, students, you know, uh, of course, not a lot of sports going on. But I think that's exactly what I'm looking for. You know, something small, something easy to to maneuver around. So yeah. Now um, I want to point over to you, Oba. We we went. We were talking a little bit about where he wants to go to college. I want to ask you: Have you narrowed down your decision yet, or are you still like looking into you know options on where it is you want to go, and kind of go into detail a little bit about that? Um. I'd like to say before I answer that, I want to congratulate my boy Alan real quick for getting into Georgia College. Um, I've known this man for a good while, just going through marching band with him. So he's gotten me through some tough times. So I just want to congratulate my boy real quick. Um, and back to what you were saying. Um, yeah, I've been narrowing down some stuff. Um, after I got accepted to Hampton, that was one of my top school so I'd say at Hampton University by Hampton the way. University yes sir um so I'd say them um I also got accepted to Fort Valley and that seemed like a place I wanted to go through after I checked out their track program and saw that they had a really strong kinesiology um I'm still waiting to hear a cup hear back from a couple of places but um not nah, just hearing back from them it just kind of like it feels kind of surreal just because I didn't really because th- like focusing on Hampton University, you kind of I hear about it as just as a high prestigious college, and so I, I'm not saying I'm I'm not a smart person. Like I know I have the credentials, but I just never thought about myself being one of the people that they would accept. So it's just kind of a crazy experience to know that I had what it takes to get to get into there. So it kind of feels kind of good. And, and kind of going back into what I was talking with Alan, it's kind of like. I'm talking to two of the same kind of the same people in the same category. The both of you have these credentials. You've done the extracurriculars. You've taken the AP classes. You've you've got the test scores. It's just you know, the two of you have different goals in mind. You know, Alan had all these credentials, and he probably if he applied, happened to university, he probably would have gotten accepted as well. But you know, he wanted something 
more uh more laid back, something more uh how do I put it? More could what, say what do you, could say relax. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of relaxed. Well, chill. You know, yeah, I'm trying to find you know yeah, some yeah, smart word to say it, but <laughs> you good. Uh, so. Oba, um, you mentioned that you were also looking into their, to, to, when it came to looking into schools like Fort Valley or, and Hampton, you were looking into their track programs. So is it something, in, like, is athletics something in particular that you're looking toward to, in terms of like where you're going to school? Is, are you looking to find the, the, the school with the best athletics program so that you can, I don't know, uh, pursue an athletic career or is it something more well-rounded? you know, athletics program and a good educational, you know, programming as well. I mean, like coming into high school, I always enjoy just being active and doing sports. And so like my freshman year, like I did a little bit of track in middle school with, you know, you should, you know, yeah. we did together. Back to back state championship contenders. Yes, sir. Um, Seventh and eighth grade. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so when I just came into high school and doing track, I just kind of found it as something I really enjoyed doing. And um, coming into this year, I just it was kind of something in the back of my head. I was like, well, if I go to college, it's kind of something I want to do. But then after I started like looking into the times for different places and seeing that my times were just slowly getting closer and closer to like what would be acceptable, and then getting offers from other smaller colleges um, to run for them, I just thought that it would be important to keep in mind that I would probably want to be doing something other than like the normal studies I'd be doing something. I would some, uh, some place that I could take my track somewhere so I could study what I want to study and have the best opportunity to succeed in whatever I wanted to do. So it was always something that I kept on my mind. And of course, like, you know, a university like Hampton, it's a division one school. So if you ever decide to go there, you'd be running track for a, you know, a major college program and also getting a, a bona fide education as well. You know, so um, I also want to talk with the two of you about, you know, financial aid, you know, costs and stuff like that. What's that? And scholarships. And scholarships, yeah. you know, because, you know, a part of making these decisions in life, because it's not, I, I didn't, I didn't invite you to just to talk about college. I wanted to talk to you about life, you know. So with 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 making these decisions, you also you always have to, you know, take costs in consideration. You know, you know, coming from again my perspective, I got an offer from the University of Missouri, one of the most prestigious journalism programs in the world, and they gave me an eighty. They gave me a. I don't want to go into you know mm -hmm. uh, specifics, but they gave me a scholarship. And there was potentially an offer to give me, you know, even more money, you know, maybe a full ride. And so I was kind of, you know, at first when I got accepted, I was like a little in, I was, I was a little encouraged to go there, but, you know, I was looking into other, you know, kind of the, I was looking more into the stuff that my, my boy Alan was like talking about, you know, mm -hmm. the student to faculty ratio, the location, you know, I don't know anything about Columbia, Missouri. And, you know, it, it, you know, the circumstances also with that scholarship, you know, what was happening a couple of weeks before they decided to offer me this kind of, I also took into consideration. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not so, I'm not so considerate of that offer right now, you know, and that's okay because, you know, it's all about what you want, 
you know, again, like I said, financial aid should always be considered. So I want to talk with you first, Alan. You know, sure. you talked, you, you mentioned before off the air that you're a first generation, you're going to be a first generation college student, correct? Correct. So talk about what, you know, in terms of financial aid, what have you been looking into with Georgia College? So, um, you know, I'm looking at, uh, you know, they have plenty of scholarships available at the college. You know, they they offer a wide, wide variety of scholarships, you know, to to their students. And uh, I think that itself, you know, just offering scholarships to your students, I think that itself is a very, very magical thing. But, um, you know, very great. But uh, I think I think as well. You know, tuition costs and everything, you know, dorm costs, food costs, a whole bunch of things that play into that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to go necessarily to a college that is going to charge me a whole lot, right? I don't want to be paying for college many, many years after I, I finish college. You know, I don't, I don't mind maybe pulling out a student loan, perhaps, you know, throughout college. But, uh, you know, I, I would I would prefer not to, of course. And, um, you know, I with with Hope Scholarship and everything, you know, 70 uh, about 70 percent of the tuition to be covered. Now it just narrow it, narrow it down, you know, uh, you know, with FAFSA, see how much they offer me over there, you know, a couple couple thousands, you know, and it's it's nice to see that. Right. It's nice to see um, how much of my tuition will be covered through such things like a uh, FAFSA scholarships. You know, I'm still uh, trying to apply to as many scholarships as possible, trying to see what all I can get. And um, yeah, you know, they have a whole lot of options over there. Uh, I will say it is a little more expensive, you know, in, com in comparison to let's say, uh, you know, UNG or, or Columbus state. Correct. Yeah. You know, whole, whole bunch of other colleges, right? It's it's a little more expensive than, uh, you know, a few colleges. However, I think for me, what what I um, I don't have a problem with is, you know, maybe it is like a thousand more, right? But uh, like per semester. But um, for me, what what matters the most is as long as I'm happy where I am, as long as I'm comfortable where I am, I don't mind paying a small portion more, right? That I think that I can get covered through jobs and, you know, all sorts of things that will be possibly provided to me um, while I'm at college. So, yeah, um, I think, you know, just overall the importance of scholarships, you know, touching back on that, you know, you got to you got to apply as much as possible to get what you can, even if it's something extra, you know, that's money back into your, back into your wallet. And, uh, yeah, you know, just trying to do all that I can at the moment. Yeah. And, um, I guess a question for Oba. So like if you're choosing between in-state and out-of-state schools, does that benefits of Hope, Zell Miller, schools that are in-state or that only give tuition in-state, does that like make you want to stay in Georgia or does that not matter to you? I mean, like, it's always been in the back of my mind to try to stay in Georgia ever since, like, I got accepted to in-state school, so 
I would apply for some of these, like this Hope Scholarship. I would apply for this type of stuff. And I already have connections down here. So it would make sense for me to stay down here. So as long as it's, I can see the importance of trying to get those scholarships to out-of-state places. Like ever since I made it into Hampton, they've sent me offers for different types of scholarships that I could get um, if I went there. So it's always important to kind of look at all my opportunities in this circumstance because I don't think there's any problem with trying to stay in state because it makes financial sense. It makes sense. And you don't want to overspend your money for an education that you could get down the road because you don't want to scam yourself out of that money. And so Staying in state is still in my mind because it makes sense to do that when I don't have to spend an excess amount of money for something that I could get at a college that's down the road for me. Yeah, I know. And I and I get it. You know, it's hard to kind of draw that line between going to the school that you really want to go to, that you're passionate about going to, and, you know, choosing the more financially beneficial to not just yourself, but your family, you know, with, with, um, Alan, you know, he's in, he's in a, he's in a bit, he's in a situation where, you know, Georgia college is well known for its affordability. Um, and it also, you know, gives you a a, a great liberal arts education as well, you know? So, um, Alan, you mentioned, um, you mentioned that you would also, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have any issue, you know, having the work on the side while also going to college. But are you worried at all about how, you know, that will, you know, how that will get in the way of your overall college experience, you know, going to class and studying the best you can? You're having to worry about paying off the uh, tuition and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, of course, that will come into mind, you know, while I'm, uh, you know, enjoying myself here and there, you know, throughout college. I also have to think about the fact that I am paying a lot of money, you know, towards, towards these, uh, towards tuition and so much more. Right. And, um, you know, I do think that it, it does come into play, you know, while you're, you know, having fun with your life, you know, doing what you can, you also have to think about, uh, you know, this is, let's say $40,000 that you're spending in, in a year. Right. And it's like, you know, you, you can't just behave so regularly recklessly about that stuff you know you have to stay on top on top of your stuff and all that and um yeah um i do think you know having to worry about such things of course you know that affects how you're perceiving how how you're how you're trying to pursue uh your college degree and everything right i think you know having to have a job you know focusing on doing so much outside of the classroom it's it's rather unfortunate right that we have to pay so much for college you know that we have to focus so much on the financial side while you know uh, we're trying to handle all the good stuff within the classroom as well so I do think it is a bit uh, rather unfortunate but um, you know in the end of the day you just have to handle all that you can in the classroom you know, take care of your hope GPA, um, you know, all that good stuff, you know, make, making sure that you are even in college still applying for scholarships, doing all sorts of all sorts of work that you can do for yourself, you know, making sure that you are taking care of yourself. But 
back to back to that topic, you know, I I do think it is rather unfortunate that you do have to have such a burden of of financial cost when you're taking your classes. Now, um, Oba, I want to talk to you in particular, in particular about your school at Hampton University, which is also a historically black college, an HBCU. Now, you know, in in the history of education, you know, HBCUs have always been, you know, historically underfunded. You know, you go on news stories all over the place. They'll talk about how the dorms, the facilities are all are all a mess at HBCUs. So I want to ask you, you know, when it comes to all of that information that you're getting from these sources, is that hampering? Is that tampering with your decision at all to possibly con- to consider and possibly attend Hampton University um, or any other HBCU? Yeah. Uh, well, when thinking about that, like when I first learned about Hampton, it was through my parents because they both went there and they met each other there. They met some of their best friends there. And going up there during their homecoming weekend, I got to take a quick look through some of the campus. I didn't get to go too in-depth, but I got to look at some of the dorms. And I think to some extent you can tell that compared to places like a UGA or like some of these other big schools in some of these other states, you can definitely tell that the funding is not the same. But um, with me in particular, I think... I enjoy more of the environment and the experience that I would get from going to an HBCU than um, understanding of my dorm only is only this big. Like I'm not too, like it's not too big of a problem for me knowing that my dorm situation is not going to be the greatest compared to somewhere else. But I also think it's something where you something you got to acknowledge. Like why are these HBCUs less? less funded why do they have less funding why is it not as nice like if someone graduating from hampton has the same credentials and the same amount of intelligence and all this stuff as someone going to pwi why why is the hbcu being underfunded so it is something to think about and i'm not it doesn't really affect me too much just because of the environment i've seen at hbcu and the environment that it would give me and the experiences i would gain so it's not something I worry about too much. There's the bell. <laughs> Talking, speaking, speaking on on that particular topic, you know, going to college as well is also going to require, you know, an increased amount of individuality. You know, you're going to have to be a lot more respectful of your time. You're going to have to go and attend these classes and study for these classes on your own. You're not going to have as many people. You're not going to have your parents work getting on your getting on you about your grades or anything. That'll be on you. So I want to ask you, Alan, Sure. you know, how are you preparing for that change in scenery? And what do you, what do you expect out of yourself when you head to Georgia College? Yeah. Um, so I've already, uh, you know, touching back on that, uh, I've already, I've already taken a few college classes myself, you know, uh, taking microeconomics, you know, taking, English 1101 now, you know, a couple couple of college classes now that I think that are doing a great job in preparing me for the future, right? I, I do think that that sort of stuff is getting me on the right path. I think it's helping me set the standard in my head for how college will be. Uh, 
Yeah, and I also have, you know, really good people around me who who are also within the same area, you know, uh, trying to get themselves ready and, you know, just seeing that sort of comfort within each other, you know, getting each other ready, all that good stuff, right? Uh, it's it's definitely helping a lot, right? And um, let's see. And I don't know. Um, I think overall, I perhaps... I hope to, at least. I hope that I will have a bit more extra free time on my hands while I'm over there, you know, at college. I think that I will, you know, outside of work and, you know, within outside of class as well. I think that I probably will. And uh, if I do, you know, I'll maybe read a book or two, you know, uh, do, do whatever I can, you know, any uh, student government work, you know, all sorts of volunteering stuff, you know, anything... Anything in general, I'll, I'll always try and occupy myself. But back to the question, I, I do think that I am a bit prepared. You know, um, I I always, I think I kind of set the standard for myself, right? I, I mean, I I have a lot of people who who do help me in that aspect, you know, who, who do help me keep motivation. But I... I, in the end of the day, I am the one who gets myself up every day, right? I mm-hmm. brush my own teeth, I feed myself, right? And and that's just the reality of growing up, right? You have to do a lot of this stuff for yourself, and which I think I've been doing that a lot for myself, right? So, so um, yeah, I I think I am in the aspect prepared for that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know. You can kind of say the same for the both of you two because you know uh with your t- with the two of you schools in particular the attend the attendance of the um the amount of students at both your schools through um some studies we've been doing is all all both of your schools are both under ten thousand so you're gonna have a yeah. you know a good student to faculty ratio do you um what about you Obed? how are you going to prepare for you know that that uh change in scenery in terms of you know Handling your schoolwork on your own, going to class on time, waking up, just taking care of yourself. Um, well, I guess it kind of starts with dealing with my own work in this last year of high school. Because I can't lie, there's been times where this last year I've caught a little, the, little bit of that bite of senioritis. Where I've been looking at that homework oh, and no. I'm like, oh, I guess it can wait till the next day. But I'm starting to realize now I'm going to have to schedule myself better. Mm-hmm maybe even write my own schedules because in the past I have seen with myself that if I don't plan out my stuff, sometimes I can forget stuff. Yeah. So just understanding, scheduling my stuff, scheduling my time, figuring out where I got to be, who I got to see, what I got to do is an important thing that I got to make sure I understand. Um, I've been working on it, setting up my own planners, journaling, trying to write down my own information, making sure I know what to do so that when I go off to college, I'm not just in there looking all lost and confused trying to ask people for help when it's just a simple question and I could just do it on my own. Now, um, my final question for the two of you, uh, I want to ask since, you know, the two of y'all are going to two completely different institutions. One is a public liberal arts university. The other is a private institution, you know, and with the credentials that you two each individually had to submit to these institutions to get accepted, one or the other probably had to do a little bit more. I'm not saying one is smarter than the other, but um, I'm asking, you know, 
when you sit in the two after you know we've been here we've been sitting here for 30 plus minutes talking to each other you know sharing information with each other learning from each other do you based off what you've learned about each other you know and about me <laughs> do you believe do, do, do you believe that um you're smarter than one another or do you see each other as you know equals you know after this conversation should, should i go first you, you go first sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no uh so i don't i don't see myself as smarter than anybody honestly i don't i always keep myself down to that level i never look myself up than higher than others and reason for that is uh everybody has their own thing going on right we're all we're all separate human beings outside of school right uh you know oba participates in a in a lot of running activities right you know track marching band which that's not running but <laughs> you know uh track and uh, what's the other one cross country yeah yeah and so you know he's involved in the whole lot of things you know clubs as well as am i right we i'm i'm involved in soccer marching band bunch of other clubs you know both inside of the school and outside of the school and so i think you know necessarily i don't think the intelligence is necessarily a deciding factor for everybody right i think i think we're all smart in our own ways i think we're all you know intelligent right i think we all have that level of intelligence. All it takes, though, is just, you know, you have to flip that switch. You have to work hard. You have to give as much as you can for the cause. And, right, uh, you know, you do that and you'll get your results. You know, you, you work as hard as you can. You put in the work. You know, sometimes you have to do a little extra. And, of course, you have to do a little more extra than some others as well at times. But... That doesn't mean that you should put yourself other, uh, above others as well. You know, maybe such and such GPA might be higher than others, but we also have to take into account, you know, uh, what are they doing outside of school? What are they doing for the school? You know, a bunch of stuff that has to be looked at. And um, yeah, I mean, overall, I don't I don't see myself as smarter than Oba, but I, I, I mean, I don't see myself as dumber either. I just put myself on the same level, right? I I just see I see him as an equal. I see him as hard working, you know, always putting in a bunch of work, doing all that he can. Uh yeah, and I I mean I, I kind of see myself doing the same thing, right? I think we I think even the students with lower GPAs are still putting in work, you know, just <coughs> perhaps perhaps <laughs> perhaps maybe not in the in the academic field but in some sort of field somebody is working hard somebody is doing something that requires a lot of effort right i think we all work hard in some sort of aspect um nah i think i'm way smarter than that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um nah but on a real note like when i think about stuff like that like i think we all are have our own geniuses and our own different aspects like i've been in band class and i've seen alan pick up a pair of mallets and do things on the marimba that i even i can't even comprehend doing <laughs> in any way so and just thinking about like someone's grades or someone's gpa like to some extent like a, a gpa is important but like you can also just see it as a number like if my gpa is 0.1 higher than someone else I just that doesn't completely mean that i am a genius compared to this person i'm einstein and he is lower than me because 
that's not always the case. Like someone with a lower GPA could be, you could think of them as dumber, but they could be a genius in art. They could be a great artist. They can be great in music. They can be great in all these things that if you didn't talk to them, you would never know about. So I don't think that just because one person decides to go to uh, a college, a private college and one person decides to go public or community that one person is smarter than the other. Like when applying to Hampton, I had to give him all my information. I had to fill out a 500 word essay. I had to give him all this info, but that doesn't really make me smarter than anyone. That just means that I decided that I wanted to put in this amount of work to go to this place. And so I don't think it's a matter of who's smarter than who else. I think it's just a matter of who decided to put in the work to do this and do that. Like, I know for a fact that Alan put in the work to get into Georgia College and get where he wanted to go because he's, I'm, I know you all have been listening this whole time because yeah. this man sounds prepared. <laughs> he knows what his plan is. He knows what he wants to do once he gets there. So I don't think it's a factor of me being smarter than Alan or Alan being smarter than me. I just think that both of us have decided to put in our work and decided where we wanted to go and what we wanted to do. And, yeah, it's just really a... That's really what you got to do. You just got to decide what you want to do. And, and yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can't write a mean essay. So. <laughs> okay, so I guess we have two more questions more sure. geared towards yeah, like future, future students. So okay, okay. I'm a sophomore now, and I know that when I become a senior, my parents are going to like, they're going to tell me to apply to all these colleges and this and that. And Oba, you said that your parents went to the same college that you're looking at. So I guess, did you guys feel any pressure or a lack of pressure from your parents that might have influenced your decision? Um, I think a little bit I felt like I had to. Like at first I felt like I had to apply to Hampton just because my parents had friends that went there and they had a whole history going back there. So I felt like at the beginning I kind of had to. But I feel like if you don't really want to go to where your parents went, I don't think you should be – you should feel obligated to apply. Like I think it's always – it's your decision. Like I don't I don't know if y'all heard, but like Fred Joe was talking about it earlier, like – this is your decision. Like where you go to college is going to be a life decision for you. This is the next chapter in your life. So I think you should listen to what they have to say and listen to what your friends have to say and an understanding of where you want to go. But if what you're hearing is not what you want to hear and not sounding like something you want to go, then I don't think you should feel obligated to having to go there just because I know this person that went there. So I think you should just put in the work and do your own research to figure it out for yourself. Now, with, with Alan, your situation in particular, it was, I get Georgia College, that was your choice, yeah. but it was also kind of like, you know, wouldn't you say because of your financial situation and because you were a first-generation student, that even if you didn't want to go, that this is what your parents would have made, the, like, this is kind of like something that your parents were kind of pushing on you as well because of the affordability and, and all of that? Uh Honestly, I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I think if if it came down to if it came down to affordability and all, I don't think that my parents would have cared at all in that aspect. I think they would have been like, uh, you know, choose whatever is the best, right? They've always they've always taught me that. They've always uh, told me, you know, that cost doesn't matter to them, right? They told they they say that. Uh, whatever college I go to, they're going to help me out. They're going to do all that they can for me. But, um, yeah, and, I mean, I, I think 
that necessarily I don't think the financial part really plays a role uh, for my parents. I don't think they necessarily really uh, it, it doesn't. Of course, you know, the, the money is huge, right? The money is very significant. But I think to them, all that matters is that I am in college, that I am doing something related to, uh, you know, some sort of degree. Right. And, uh, you know, going back to that question for for Oba, you know, just because I, I also want to have a little bit of my take on it as well. I I think that um, I think it has been a little bit pressured on me. Right. To go to uh, a college in general. Right. I think simply because, you know, coming from a family of immigrants. Right. We we don't have that sort of opportunities as a lot of others uh, once had. Right. And, um, you know, my my family members, a lot of them just got to get a high school diploma and boom, that's it for it for them. Right. Meanwhile, they they wanted to go to colleges in Chicago, all sorts of places. Right. They wanted to to achieve a lot of degrees, all, all sorts of stuff. Right. And so I feel like it is my my duty. Right. To to go to college for them. Right. To to go to uh, pers- pursue a career. Right. For them. Right. And so and, I, and don't forget about you, man. You yeah, know, it's also yeah, of about course. following yeah. your dream. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say as well. Um, you know, of course, that that may feel like a little bit of pressure. But no, for me, I feel like it's actually more motivation. Right. I, I'm turning that into motivation, not uh, not letting it get to me mentally. You know, I'm just keeping it in the back of my head, thinking about why I'm doing this, you know, stuff like that. And um, of course, in the end of the day, I am thinking for myself, you know, I do want to pursue a career for myself. I do want to be successful. I do want to uh, achieve a lot of things in life. So I think in the end, uh, yes, maybe I am getting pressured, but I think that this is solely my decision, you know, to go where I am going to do what I am going to do. Well, um, that's all the time we have for, sure. for the for the show. I just want to say, you know, thank you all for coming on. Thank you for sharing this. You know, for some people, it's not that easy to you know, just come out like that. I mm-hmm. know, especially for for your situation, Alan, you know, sure. talking, you know, getting that personal. Yeah. And even with you, Oba. So thank you all for thank you, the, the, the two of y'all for coming on the show. This has been the fifth episode of the Dragcast. The show for all things Cedar Shoals and beyond. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us today, and we will see you next time. Go Jags! The intro and outro music of this segment was brought to you by Craft Lo-Fi on SoundCloud.